Are we live? Oh, we're live. One, two, three, go. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Serial Audio Experience with IFTV. We've got a very special guest with us, a long time in the making. Massimo Basile, journalist from Corriere del Sport. Massimo, how you doing? Oh, great. Great time. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I, I, love, I love the Viola Culture shirt, by the yeah. way. Where did you get that shirt, Massimo? This is the color. No, I said, but where did you get it from? Florence. Oh, Florence. It brings out your eyes a lot. It looks great. Anto, can you guess what team he supports with the color of the shirt? With the viola, got to be Fiorentina, I hope. You know? Is it right? But you know what? You can look good on AC. Listen, Massimo, you can look good on an AC Milan shirt, too. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Massimo is Fiorentina, and that's it, right? Definitely not AC Milan. It's not like this guy here across from the table here, right? We we call Michael the flipper. Antonio calls him the flipper because Michael likes to support different teams, <laughs> Only many different team. teams. Only the, the teams. No, that they win I'm a Serie A fan, so I support all Are the teams. Are you winning, man? Yeah. Am I who? Just win. No, I'm mean, winning. No, nah, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> if you have a good mercato, maybe I'll hop on. You know. <laughs> now ask him. Ask him today what team he supports. Yeah. Mike, tell him. Today? Yeah. I don't know. Today I don't think I am. I don't think I chose. Because it's um, no game. Well, today Olympiacos is playing for Champions League, so Ooh. yeah, supporting them. So he goes yeah. back. He goes back yeah, to. I go back and forth. Back to the mainland. And is that yeah. in soccer? What? When what? In Serie A. No, in Serie A, no one in particular. No, I, like, I like all the teams. Inter. He like, I like he knows Inter. I like Juve. I like Roma. I like no, no. Milan. I like Parma, Fiorentina, Spezia, Crotone. There's nothing they can do wrong. There's nothing they can do wrong. Antonio, according to you, who does Michael support? Inter. Inter. Yeah, because this is the season, no? Yeah. Oh, Inter, oh, yeah, it's been the season for a long time. <laughs> no, yeah. You think they're the favorite? Inter? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's, I mean, we're going to get into that, and it's it's funny. If you check on our Instagram stories, Peter just got uh, – we, we, we set up our, our little AstroTurf in the back, a little field, and Peter got it directly in, and we all said, all right, that means that Inter – is going to win uh, the Scudetto. Uh, before we get into it, uh, I want everybody to send in some questions that you have for Massimo and for everybody at the table. Uh, some Fiorentina-specific, uh, if you have questions about Comiso, the stadium, anything, journalism, all these kind of good stuff, Massimo and everybody else is here to answer them. You know what's really funny? Do you know how this is happening, how Massimo's here right now? Why? How we met? How did you meet? We met on a tournament. No, 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 okay. Just, oh. Yeah, but do you know how he's with, how he, he was at that tournament? Because of what? I don't know. So, I had a wedding in Rome, a, rent, a family wedding in Rome, and pull up to the hotel. First thing I see at the hotel, I see the hotel, and I see Corriere dello Sport. Mm. So I said, oh, wow, that's interesting. I said, maybe, you know, maybe I'll go in, maybe I'll, I'll meet somebody. So I said, before I go in, I said, let me search on, on, uh, on Instagram or Twitter. I said, let me see if anybody follows us. So I type in Corriere del Sport. And if you look on Twitter, the first people that follow you will pop up. Mm -hmm. And I see Massimo Basile, Corriere del Sport. So I follow him and I, I send him a message. I said, hi, Massimo. I know this is very random. I saw you're following our page. You know, I'm right next door. You know, I'm at, I'm at a wedding. You know, maybe I could come by and we could talk. I went by. We talked. Yeah. We met. And we had an incredible time. We remained friends. And then you ended up moving to New York. Yeah. How was the food, wow. by the way? Yeah. It was good? It was incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. And we did it in two hours' time. Wow, wow, yeah. wow, wow. And we had it. It's so funny. We stayed so long together, and we started talking about the history of Serie A. We talked about Italians, yeah, Italian-Americans, yeah. and all this kind of incredible stuff. The office is amazing. Do you remember the, the Calcino? I do. The, uh, I know. You uh, took he took a picture uh, when we were playing football. Oh, that's great. We got to get one in the back. Uh, yeah. That, that's the next thing that comes up. But So it's, it's hilarious how this all happened. 
through social media and and you you actually knew a lot about what we were doing and all this kind of good stuff so so it made it a lot of fun and now and now he's in new york and we said we have to do a podcast uh one day massimo before we go too far um everybody i see it already in, in the comments saying Chiesa, Chiesa, Chiesa. Everybody saying Federico Chiesa. Chiesa wants to go to Juve, but uh, you know, Rocco uh, asked for uh, big money. Uh, so I think that uh, it's very difficult, but I think that in uh, in next two weeks, we can see something new about the future of, mm. of the player to Juve. But really? Uh, Massimo, really? I, think, uh, I think Juventus has got somebody on that position already. They have no money at oh. the moment, but... But Who's they? They, they, they yeah, Juventus? but they want they want uh, a player like him, like Chiesa. Yeah, but you know what? I think for him, for be, I was just telling the other day on the podcast. I was saying that Chiesa so far, is he, hasn't shown what he's capable to do. It's just he's got all of those potential, but he hasn't unleashed them on on the field so far because you know, he's been uh, he's been very spotty. You know, once in yeah. a while, sometimes he's on, sometimes he's off, sometimes he's uh, he's upset. It's just uh, he's like his mood swing is too much. Goes exactly. up and down. So, but uh, how would uh, what would you value uh, Kesa right now? What uh, no, uh, you personally? Just if you were to buy him, I said, what would you spend for uh, for him? Forty millions. 40. 40 million. You okay. see, that's what I've been saying. You guys, 60, 70, 80. No, uh, well, it's not really us that's <laughs> yeah, saying. It's what Fiorentina wants. Yeah. yeah. That's the market, you know. Uh, but I think that Chiesa, uh, don't go wrong. Uh, Chiesa represents a kind of difference mm. in the ground because he has a, uh, his a speed, his, uh, he has mentality, uh, but he lacks of scoring. Mm -hmm. That's the problem for, for him. Mm -hmm. But I think that with a, uh, in, a, in a big club, he could improve and become a very top player. You okay. think, well, so first of all, you're saying in the next two weeks, you think something can happen with Federico Chiesa yeah. in leaving Fiorentina? Probably. For even, even in this market where everybody's saying, oh, it's hard to buy players or spend a lot of money on players, you still think that Chiesa could leave Fiorentina? Maybe Milan, Milan, they said that they might be taking him. Yeah, Milan is very keen on him. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I think that uh, uh, everything uh, can happen uh, mm. in the next weeks because Chiesa uh, uh, wants to go away. You, th you think Chiesa still wants to leave Juventus? Uh, still wants to leave Fiorentina? Even he looked very with, happy with on, the, on, on the last, uh, last, uh, uh, last game. Know, this is the season that is going to the uh, Europei. So it's important for him uh, playing uh, but, as a, as in the, the starting eleven. But Massimo, know. is my point. Okay, just yeah. me. I could be wrong. Okay, yeah. let me just ask you something. Probably wrong. First of all, for Fiorentina to to give away Chiesa, they might have already have somebody else in mind that might be willing to move to Florence. Yeah. Number one. Number two. Let's say he goes to Juventus. What happens if he, if he, if he gets to, uh, to spend a lot of time on the bench well, with Pirlo? Or he goes to AC Milan and yeah. he went up sitting on AC Milan's yeah. bench because AC Milan's got Rebic, he's got Ibrahimovic, he's got Salas Maker, he's got a lot of options up there. So for, for Chiesa to be making a move and to, to project himself playing for, uh, for uh, Mancini on the Italian national team, you better have uh, you know, something, uh, you, know, you better say, hey, listen, I'm moving from A to B, but if I'm coming to B, I want to be on the field, I don't want to be sitting on the bench. Because if you're going to showcase what you're capable to do, just you have to do it on the grass. You're not going to do it sitting on a... On a, on a bench. bench. Yeah. I totally agree. But if I could have the opportunity to talk to, to Chiesa, uh, mm. I would say this. Mm. Because uh, clearly, yeah, the, yeah, the, he, he, he should have the opportunity 
to be uh, a player, a top player. And Fiorentina, he can do that. But on the flip coin, it's difficult. But you know, uh, it can, it's it, possible. It was, it, yeah, but it's very. Oh, but Massimo, let me ask you something. Then Pete, it's a good, it's a good point. But I don't want to lose my thought. But you, you are, you are. <laughs> a, listen to me. No, Pete, <laughs> you lose no, your thought. No, Pete. Peter, we don't care if you lose your <laughs> thought. As long as Antonio doesn't listen, lose your thought. Listen, listen, uh, Massimo. This is Kiesa, right? Yeah? You are okay. plugged in in Florence over here, okay? You have, Riber- you have Ribéry, you have Andrabat, you have nothing but, nothing but the best to meet. Fiorentina yeah. is get one of the best midfield right now in Serie A. So you got all of those spectacular players that uh, you didn't have last year that they're going to be actually servicing you for you to showcase what you're capable to do. I think you have a better chance to be called in, yeah. the, in the international team and to be doing extremely well this year and to increase the value of your uh, of your del, del tuo oh, cartellino I yeah i think i think wherever he goes he's still going to be on the national team there's no there's yeah. no if buts or when about that he's one of the better wingers that italy has right now the only difference is with fiorentina it's all about ambition i think more than anything else because at, at that age he knows that if juventus and milan are calling him He's ready to to go because he wants the ambition to win, mm-hmm. you know, especially Juventus to maybe win a scudetto, to maybe go deep in Champions League. Milan play for Champions League, you know. Um, so those are all things that a player has to consider. How about you the guys? Same do you want time, him, do you want at him the same time, no. Oh, at wow. the same time, in, in Milan he could have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have better chances. Yeah, he has better chances in Milan, 100. Yeah. And also the way Fiorentina plays, Chiesa is farther away from goal. He's not going to score more than 10 goals this year in the position that he's playing right now. Well, it's a right winger. No. So you want to put him on the center like a forward? No, no, but forward? he's not an attacking winger, what I'm trying oh. to say. He's playing more like up and down to cover the whole, the whole wing. Mm. So he's farther away from goal. When he, if he goes to Milan, I think he would have a better chance of scoring more goals. Juventus, we're still trying to figure out what formation Pirlo is going to play. You know, he, he's been experimenting, obviously, because of the players that he has this you know at his disposal but you know i think keza had in his mind already from last year that he was yeah. going now it's just a matter if the money is right mm-hmm. for rocco now on fiorentina's perspective this is not a selling market this is not when you want to sell yeah so mm. if rocco keeps on saying that he doesn't need the money i don't see him leaving for less than 50 Woo. Yeah. So it's going, it's, the number has gone down from 70 to 60 to 50. But if all Juventus also offers is 40 million, I'll put my neck on the line, as you say, and say that he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. And, and I think that we're, we also, we have a, a donation from Michele Frisoli, who is saying, he, he's asking if Chiesa is ready to make that jump. In, in your opinion, <laughs> is, he, is he ready to make the jump from Fiorentina to a... Juventus, Milan, or Inter? Because actually, I wouldn't even put Inter in the case this summer. I think it's probably between Milan and Juventus, Mm -hmm. if that's fair to say. Do you think that he's got what it takes to make that jump? I think yes. But uh, he lacks of scoring skills. Yeah. Uh, But uh, I I imagine that in a a top club, uh, it could grow bigger and better. And so I think that uh, he would have a great, a big, a very special opportunity to, to grow to grow better. Well, Marco, that's, no. that's also like where his position is because, you know, there's been some debate, you know, yeah. he, they play a 3-5-2. He started as a right wing back now. You know, he's played as a center, second striker. It's it's a little confusing. Where do you see Chiesa playing his best? His natural football? position. Uh, I, I still like uh, a right wing. 
mm -hmm. on the right side because of his speed so you can take the yeah, one one on one because, yeah because he's uh, able to to point the opponents you know, but massimo if right you are if you are a juventus uh, manager and uh, you have the plug Chiesa, who would you would you pull out over there say i'm going to plug Chiesa into the formation who would you, would you sacrifice colosesco is not going to be moved from I there think, i think he fits That's milan a lot a lot better a lot than better. he does because, juventus yeah, well listen at I least when, maybe at milan. this point at this point i would call uh, i'll call uh, what's his name uh, I will call Puglia and say, listen, why don't you swap uh, Salas Makers with yeah. Joe and uh, take Chiesa? Salas Makers is yeah. a very young talent. A straight swap? Well, not swap. That. I mean, we give him a few few thousand dollars oh. in addition. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I was just kidding. Joe, I was kidding. Well, so, Paqueta could be an Paqueta, option. Yeah, Paqueta, yeah, I'll put Paqueta, 25, no. 30 million dollars on the plate. <laughs> That's not idea, no. It's not going to happen. He was no, being nice about no. it too. Hey, Massimo, I'm giving you Salas Makers, which is an excellent yeah. winger, and I'm giving you Paqueta. That's a lot of money. You have a good seller. Then keep him if he's that good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's not a good seller, rather. They were, I don't think they'll... I mean, that's not... Massimo, no thank you, right? No thank you. Joe... I the offer is still on the table, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's also good to hear your perspective, too, on, on the price tag. Because that's, like, one of the biggest things I think we've always discussed. We've obviously heard the $80 million, the $70 million is the range that they want. I'm more with you. I think he's between the $40, $45 million for a guy like Keza. And I think that, you know, he's still young. Is he 22, 21, yeah, 22 years yeah. old? He needs to improve in his scoring ability. I agree with you there. Question. Is that $40 million because of today's market? Yeah. Oh, so, it is. No, because now it's it's difficult to sell someone because uh, the, the the price is going down during this period. So, with the potential of Fiorentina selling Chiesa, do they have a substitute? Has there been talks about substituting Chiesa? Or uh, actually, I don't know. I think they talking about Candreva, for example. <laughs> Aye. But it's not at uh, just a moment. It's not the same level <laughs> because it's a, a kind, a different kind oh, yeah. of, of yeah. player, you know. But to to find the solution uh, right now, no, in a short time, and so I think that uh, a player like him could be a, a good option. Yeah, you can put Borja on uh, on the right hand side and just no, to no make him work. No, you cannot. <laughs> Borja Valero yeah. cannot no, play Borja there. Borja Valero will not play he there. He would not play well, there. <laughs> there's also, that, that brought up a, a question in my head for you, is we've heard a lot about Fiorentina and the number nine. You know, they want yeah. somebody else as a striker. Is there anyone in your head that you think that you would love to see leading Fiorentina's line? Oh, I don't know. Batistuta. Bat <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably Batistuta it was, but in my opinion, my heart is uh, Giancarlo Antonioni. Yeah. <laughs> but it was not a nine, it was a ten. Giancarlo Antonio era un regista. Era un regista. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a nine. But somebody now, realistic. Is there anyone in your head that you see in the market that's possible? Milik. That's also realistic. Milik. Milik, uh, like? Milik can work. Uh, Milik. Uh, oh, Piontek. Piontek. That's I what they're talking that, about a lot. Yeah. Piontek. Uh, that's I know a that good idea. Love Piontek. Yakini asking for him. Mm. Yeah, uh, in January, during January markers. Wow. Yakini asking for him. Would you like it? Are you a little scared? But based off what happened with Milan, obviously Piontek is, is a, he's a strange one because at Genoa he did amazing, started yeah. at Milan did amazing, and then yeah. dipped. You think it's too much of a risk, or do you like the player for Fiorentina? You think that he still has a lot to give? Actually, uh, I don't know. I think that uh, it's a different uh, team, small market, smaller market. So I think he might do well over there, Massimo. Yeah, what do you think? It's very difficult. Mm -hmm. and, and uh, the more you go 
you go forward uh, with the spirit of the market and uh, the more difficult it is mm. to find the, the, the perfect player to substitute sure. a, a player like that. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. hey. That's no, no, this is all going back and this is probably a far-fetched question, but <laughs> 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 with Yakini, Yakini seems to have been, you know, put there, confirmed, but there's a lot of question marks about Yakini and how long he can stay because, he, you know, his, his track record isn't uh, one that you can say that you can, as a Fiorentina fan, be so thrilled about, yeah. right? So now does Fiorentina make these decisions based off what Yakini wants or based off what the overall, uh, let's say, management, what they see as the, the overall Fiorentina project? I think my friend Joe Baron knows. I'm, I'm going to answer yeah. for you. <laughs> Joe Baron knows a lot more than Yakini in terms of uh, technical uh, ability and some of the which, whichever player he wants, uh, he wants to plug into the team. And I'm sure he's the one uh, confiding with the Rocco. But said, hey, yeah. this would be doing A, B, C, and D. Yeah, so. Yakini's got, Yakini yeah. might just have a little wish list, but uh, at uh -huh. the end of the day, it's Joe, Joe that is feeding, uh, is feeding Comiso with I'll those uh, right on, information. I'll piggyback on his. They have chosen another coach, you know. Right? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. yeah, oh Urich. yeah. Ah. ah, that's a good that's one. A, that was a they they had good talks with him. That's a good well, one. But at a certain point, Rocco Comiso said, stop it, because I'm, I'm not convincing him. And I want, uh, I can't fire a, 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 a coach like Yakini that is mm -hmm. going, that is doing so, so so good. Right. That was a but big. But they had they had uh, a deal with with, with, with Juric. Mm. They had a deal with Juric. Yeah, really. Wow, he's he plays good football. You know, I like I, I like Juric. Yeah, you're, uh, yeah, uh, they yeah, love Juric, a, 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 a man like him, because they wanted uh, a, a kind of score that. Uh, was able to to grow the young players. Mm -hmm. I can see. Urich, Urich, I think that uh, he and he plays a, a good is, soccer is too. Good soccer, great but soccer. Yeah, the, the the question mark about him is that the last season was the first very good season mm -hmm. for uh, for Urich. Mm -hmm. So Rocco Pumiso said, uh, "Really, is really good." Is that a good? It yeah. hasn't been proven yeah. so far in two, three, two, three consecutive no, seasons. Really, Let's see. Really. You know what? Just it's different if, if you if you if you think of Allegri or Ancelotti. Yeah. But will, yeah. will it be cheaper? Uh, how much will it be? Yurich, Yurich transfer to Florence. You know what kind of came into my head though when you said that, and I completely forgot that this was a rumor. There was those talks about De Rossi. Oh, Do you remember? Yeah, remember? Do you remember that De Rossi was apparently going to become That's the right. next Fiorentina but coach? Uh, listen to me that was a fake news fake news yeah. fake news yeah everything <laughs> started when de rossi uh, talked to daniele Pradei. said oh uh, can you help me to find a way to to get the license uh, as a pro coach and ah. Pradei answered back oh you if you if you become a coach you could be an option in the future <laughs> so that's it not not that the immediate one, no. future yeah. yeah no not the immediate no, future no absolutely in in the future but i think that uh, daniele de rossi could 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 become uh, absolutely so yeah. kind of a some sort of misunderstanding with de rossi is becoming no the, not so much misunderstanding the journalists taking what they more Just they the want <laughs> but if you remember i i yeah, send you I know. A, a text and say just it's it's a fake news don't follow it. <laughs> I, will, I will search. I will search right now. I remember I texted you right away 
and you told me you said there's no way that I <laughs> all right I texted you okay I'm gonna read the exact message <laughs> this is privacy <laughs> yeah, nobody's easy. gonna know just no, no, me and give you time he said July 3rd 2020 I texted you De Rossi question mark question mark question mark question mark you wrote back one word impossible <laughs> just funny. so you know where he stood right away it was right when it came out impossible <laughs> so I, and I think we all kind of felt that way but now you know what's funny we thought that was crazy and I remember we sent a group message we said oh De Rossi Fiorentina is never going to happen now if we look at Pirlo becoming the Juventus <laughs> coach it's like almost as crazy yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. which is funny it's funny to see you were very right. much in favor if De Rossi would have gone though just right Listen, like I believe I believe that some of those great players that they play the game at the highest level, s- for some reasons, not all of them, but a lot of them, they want to be- become successful coaches. Stop with this Maradona BS. No, no, no. I just had, I, Don't I, ask I, me again. I had a question for Massimo. What did you think when uh, Juventus actually announced Pirlo as their manager? Did you think it was crazy? What was wonderful your first idea. Wonderful no, idea. For you, for Massimo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, going to tell you. I was very surprised. You know, as everybody, but uh, I think that Pirlo was a very good player. Uh, yes, like everybody says that he was a, a kind of coach, no, mm-hmm. a coach player. But I think it's uh, I don't know uh, actually because uh, I think that it's it it's a risk, but uh, still very ir- very early to say something about it. But mm-hmm. the, the first game was very good. Mm-hmm. He managed the, the game in a very professional way. One, what we, we got a, a donation from Preciado, and uh, he, he asked a question that's something that you and I talked about when we first met. Uh, his question is, what's it going to take for Serie A to be globally respected as the best league in the world? Uh, is it Champions League? Is it more stars coming? What are your thoughts on Serie A and, and, and how, how Serie A needs to get back to the top? I feel that they need to have more uh, foreign ownerships more foreign ownership uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. because they have to 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 grow bigger in an international way uh, because it's important because uh, from uh, the United States uh, uh, people with uh, a new mentality can improve the, the marketing of the Serie A the, the TV system mm-hmm. I think that is important. Massimo, this is very much I, why we, I we also a, agree. Yeah. I, I actually agree with him, but I want to add something else. I think it's the experience that is missing. The experience of somebody going to the stadium and related to the game yeah. and just be part of the game. That's why the new stadiums, the smaller stadium yeah. like English Premier League, yeah. you're actually talking to the player over there. You actually can, can bring them in or just push them around a little bit. You are almost <laughs> into the game. You are into the game over there. Look at this. Except for San Siro, which is designed, or Marassi, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and uh, Torino. Olympico, Olympico too. Uh, a lot of, well, the vast majority of the, the stadiums, there might be beautiful structure for outside, architecturally speaking, yeah. but then the experience is missing you yeah. go over there sometimes you have to take the binocular to be yeah, able to find yeah. out what's going on <laughs> so i think that's that's a big part i mean the marketing the marketing is yeah. one of the big things the order of, of uh, you know the, the the foreign ownership but uh, the experience itself you know you bring a kid to the to the game a kid if it's not really closer to the action it's going to start to, to play video games over there so you have to just bring them into the game and that's yeah. what's missing i think absolutely but you think that the difference of mentality is that the ownership from America, they, they put the fans on the top of the system. Yes. The Italian ownership, they put the player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. <laughs> on the basement. Yeah. In the basement. In the basement. And in the basement. Or maybe on the cellar. And yeah, I understand. Yeah. 
And so that's the difference. It's great, a great, yep. great point. A, 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 great point. A different, a different world. Mm -hmm. Well, people. now obviously we have Kraus, uh, who just went for for Padma, the new owner of Padma mm -hmm. from Iowa. He made it very clear he's from Iowa. <laughs> yeah. The sports uh, Iowa. Chow, Iowa. Is that where yeah. the big potatoes they come over there? No, yeah. that's Idaho. Idaho. Oh, yeah. Idaho. Oh, I almost uh, said yes. Uh, same thing. <laughs> same thing. Iowa, Iowa is the oh. is the land of friendship or friend people. Mm -hmm. Some told me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you know more about America than we do that. He seems, what, what? <laughs> I mean, he seems friendly. Yeah, so, yeah. so far, we're farming. Uh, farms, farms. Yeah, supposedly field, in, in like. Des Moines there were a lot of Italian what farmers. Did really? What did they find? Yeah, Pete? Potatoes, pulpit. I, read, I don't do corn. Know. <laughs> 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 what do they farm? What do I know? <laughs> do we know anything about it? Anyone know anything about Kraus? I know no, that no, no, he's no, very no, passionate about soccer. No, yeah. Uh, the, the system of restaurants uh, linked mm. to the gas stations. Convenience, yeah. convenience store. And the high, oh, yeah, yeah. But he has a, a real estate, a winery, a restaurants. Good, uh, good, good. He's a big businessman. Also, just to go off Massimo, he actually owns the rights to a pro USL soccer yeah. team in Iowa, oh, which, wow. yeah, he's he been a big push. Yeah, he's got a big push for soccer. He's a big soccer fan. Um, he's very proud of his Italian heritage. I saw in like one of his articles, uh, interviews rather, where he said, you know, his great grandparents are from Sicily, yeah. from his mother's side. Um, like he said, he owns a vineyard. Yeah. He was married in Italy. His son was married in Italy. Mm. He loves Italy. So I this is this is the this is what you need as a president, because anyone that thinks they're gonna go to Italy or or go anywhere in soccer. As a president and make a lot of money, you got yourself fooled yeah. because there's a lot of money that's going to be coming out of your pocket. It's not like American sports, um, but he's passionate longer about term. it. Yeah, yeah, it's a longer exactly. term project. It's not a quick. Oh, come on, guys! It's a it's it's a very historical moment for Italian soccer because if you think of the American people, no, we have uh, an Italian American like Rocco Comiso, a Californian Texan like Fred King. Mm -hmm. Now we have. We got Elliot. We got Iowa. Elliot. We got Elliot. 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 Big man. Uh, from New York. Yeah. Is he from New York? Yeah. This guy here. He lives in. He lives here. I know. I know. I want to meet him. Yeah. Not because I like the guy. I want him to spend more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna what see. I'm gonna see if I can squeeze him. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say to him? What would be the I would say, hey, listen, Paisa, this is a, this is not a burger. It's Milan. It's not something that you just cook from one side. You flip it and you sell it. <laughs> This is a team. Did this you is meet a him? No, no. Yeah. I, I like to meet you him. Should. I think I should meet him because I want to talk some <laughs> Why don't sense you go to him. Fix one of his buildings. Over yeah. There. yeah. But anyway, so uh, what, what's with Milan kit. Yeah. You go there. So <laughs> yeah, go um, there with the Milan come on, kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they see him, they're gonna sell the club right away. They're like, these are our fans. <laughs> listen, they go right away. If and I get the money, like a manager. Listen, man. if so I get the money. Actually, you know what? We were talking about Rocco Comiso over here. It's on the equation. Rocco Comiso was supposed to be the one by AC Milan. Yeah. And that will be probably, will, will be the best thing that will ever happen to, to me, at least. <laughs> to know that in, an Italian-American, a Southerner like me, by AC Milan, even though he grew up as a, a Juventus fan. But that takes very little away from the equation that Rocco. Yes. Rocco is a great manager. Hey, you know, he offered Yeah, I know, and I know. Mo a lot more, a lot more money than what Elliot what? spent to get AC Milan. Yeah, Rocco Comiso offered close to five hundred million dollars. Five hundred million dollars, yeah, <laughs> and they said no. Mm -hmm. And they keeps thinking why they uh, they gave me that answer. 
he didn't raise his offer anymore? Yeah, no. That's why? Uh, I don't know. Because it was Lee Massimo, wasn't that, that the Chinese kid over there? Oh, that yeah, says, uh, yeah, but that was a strange story, you know, <laughs> because, you know, Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee is a very mysterious man. <laughs> mm. But with Rocco, he tried. He offered for Milan 500 million, but yeah. couldn't raise the offer anymore? No, because Mr. Lee uh, decided to offer more, but uh, in the second time we discovered that he had no money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'm saying so for we, Rocco. We, so we, we didn't understand how it bought Milan. There's something close. fishy. No, no, I, I understand. The, I don't, close the deal. I don't care about And Rocco Comiso uh -huh. keeps asking for this. Ah. He keeps uh, uh, telling why they didn't buy Milan to me. They didn't sell so, Milan to me, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Why didn't they Because Rocco was offering more money, Marco. Rocco was offering more money. That while Elio wound up getting the team for a lot less because he's the one that pony up the money to... Uh, to uh, and, then, and then the opportunity of Fiorentina came about. Yeah. For for Rocco, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, yeah. and and I know, I know. The story changes this way. Fair enough. Destiny. <laughs> uh, I want to. I, I know Peter. You had a question about the stadium, right? Yeah, it was something that you were wondering. Well, there was a big uh, amendment in Italy uh, that passed for the. I, I I don't know exactly how how you would say it, but about the reconstruction of the stadium or. Uh, restructuring of not, the stadium? Not, not necessarily restructuring, like as far as like landmarks are concerned. Mm -hmm. yeah. That stadiums are no longer considered landmarks. Mm -hmm. So Massimo, I don't know yeah. if you can explain mm -hmm. a little bit more about this amendment and what it could potentially mean for not only Fiorentina getting a new stadium, San but the Ciro. other yeah. For San Siro, Rome, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. it's important because now the situation is changing. Mm -hmm. Now you have much more opportunities to rebuild the stadium in mm -hmm. an historical place uh, that's very important and i think that uh what is going to happen in florence with rocco commisso and fiorentina mm -hmm. could change the situation in italian soccer because so uh we could have many clubs to to rebuild and to build the whole stad new stadium mm -hmm. and soccer italian Serie A needs that mm -hmm. Anything with Fiorentina Stadium? Because I know we've heard a lot about uh, what's going to happen. A lot of the people are asking with the stadium. Any Anything on that? Yeah, the situation is that uh, Rocco Comiso uh, wants to build a stadium in Campo di Marte in Florence. This mm -hmm. is the historical part. Yeah, the, yeah. How far, how the far, far is that, stadium. How no. far is that from the current stadium? No, no. It's, it's the same? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the and uh, but there is uh, uh, a second option uh, Campi Bicenzi is a part is uh, on, uh, outside yeah mm -hmm. outside but I think that uh, now he prefers to build stadium in Florence it, it would be great you know for Florentine for tourism mm -hmm. because you have uh, a, a great uh, you are in a shooting distance in, yeah in the city and so it's uh, iconic so what's holding it back then I think that uh, it's bureaucracy, bureaucracy in Italy, Marco. Yeah. Believe me, it's not easy. First of all, yeah. we have the equivalent. The equivalent in the United States, we have <laughs> the, the zoning, the zoning regulation, and all the stuff. First of all, you have the dezoned area because you are saying it's no longer yeah. landmark. In Italy, the equivalent landmark is uh, La Sovrintendenza, yeah. I've been, I've been uh, yeah. naturally. So, uh, 
Well, it's a, it's a landmark. Oh, okay. It's a translation for landmark. Oh, yeah, okay. So over there, over there, there is a piano regulatore. Piano regulatore is basically technically, he, he, uh, he identifies all of the zones, like industrial zone. It's pretty much the same way that we have the zoning, the zoning regulation over here in the United States. Then, then a new stadium in place of the existing one will mean not to spend a lot of money in uh, what we call in Italy opere di urbanizzazione primaria e secondaria, which are roads, lights, uh, uh, infrastructure, uh, parking, and all that kind of stuff. So once you take all of those money out of the equation, so the stadium can become a, a reality within uh, a year. Because if you get a good uh, somebody that is bidding on the on the project, hopefully yeah, an Italian company. From an American situation. So uh, uh, above a year, the, the timing to to get this thing here, true, Marco. It's like a time stand. Over here, if you put a if you put a project through the building department within a month or three weeks, you're you already you've been given a, a bunch of a, a bunch know, of approval or disapproval. Even, I wanted to hear from for a stadium. Right, for a stadium too. For yeah. a stadium too. If uh, if the if the area has been uh, has been allowed. To be built for that kind of infrastructure, all you have to do is just get the approval mm -hmm. and get landmark to to get you to get you through. In Italy, ask, uh, ask, yeah, uh, yeah. it's a nightmare. You're well, gonna go through no. the comune. You're gonna go through to so many different, uh, you know, bodies. But now the situation is going to change. Mm -hmm. How so? With with this rule, you think that no, yeah. you think that landmark. stadiums yeah. will be able yeah. to get if built now? If it's no longer landmark, landmark, then there's landmark. no need to. So how, when about the new stadium in a new place? The situation is the same mm -hmm. as the past, mm -hmm. but with the landmark, the situation is very changing. So is and that so what we are? You have the opportunity to rebuild, uh -huh. totally, mm -hmm. not just a new stadium. Yeah, for example, just to give an example, in yeah. Florence, you can build a new stadium in the place of the where the Artemio Franchi, the historical Artemio Franchi, mm -hmm. stays. You can. Yeah. You can. No, you can. Or really, you can in the Italian form. So mm -hmm. you can. You're gonna look at the details, yeah, a lot yeah, of details. You can but talk uh, with politics, uh, mm. with politicians, uh, just to have the okay. The but as far as ownership, uh, uh, Massimo, as, as far as ownership, I, I, are they allowing uh, foreign foreign own uh, uh, you know foreign enterprise to just go over there and uh, and say, okay, listen, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna be footing the bills, I'm gonna be spending all of those yeah. money for uh, for the streets, lights, and uh, and uh, create a lot of business in the surrounding and make sure it's a lot of people, uh, uh, you know, uh, gaining employment from uh, from the project. Yeah, uh, that that would be the pay the pay uh, pay off for uh, for having somebody, uh, you know. Uh, a non-Italian enterprise yeah. to to jump into this kind of project, or will be just uh, the Italian government say no? We need A, B, C, and D. Uh, you cannot own the stadium. So, Commissario, if he's going to build the stadium, wants to be the owner of the stadium. Am I right or wrong? Not owned by the city. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is this is the right all question. Marks yeah. That yeah. Have to <laughs> you out. see, you well, see, but you could even have a 99-year lease where it works, you know, to a certain extent just as good because you can still make money off of any sponsorship right. naming rights and whatnot with a 99 year lease for example there's there's a baseball stadium in coney island mcu park yeah. is is parkland so it's owned by the city of new york the only difference is it's a 99 year lease to uh whatever company that owns it the mm -hmm. one thing i loved about the artemio franchi when we went is the we walked the from bridge. from where we were um, to it and it was walking distance for us especially you're in New York we walk everywhere <laughs> it was like one of the greatest walks and we walked with a lot of the fans going there that are singing it was an incredible atmosphere and I'm not not to yeah, say to get rid yeah. of it but there was something so special about 
Florence is, in my opinion, one of the most beautiful it cities in the world. Yes. It's, yeah. it's incredible. But then walking to the stadium and feeling that atmosphere as you walk with the fans all by your side and going towards the Franchi, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. So I hope that I don't want it to be on the outskirts because I think, you know, if you're a fan watching and you say, you know, one day you want to go to a Fiorentina game, in my opinion, it's part of the experience, you know, going there, eating yeah. outside. Absolutely. Crossing you know, the so bridge, too. The, yeah. That bridge, I yeah. love crossing yeah. that bridge yeah. to go yeah. there. Ponte Vecchio. No, I don't think you're not that bridge, not that bridge. What's it, what you've been to the yeah, front? Yeah, uh, yeah. What, what's the best game that you've watched live of Fiorentina? Uh, <laughs> well, we'll give you a minute. I rem oh, yeah. I remember Fiorentina two, Juventus when Kesa, when when, uh, when uh, what's his Giuseppe name Rossi. Giuseppe Rossi scored no, three goals. Yeah, no, no. He wasn't there. I remember uh, two two game in a row that I saw Fiorentina Inter 4-3 and Fiorentina Juve 2-1. Per la Fiorentina. The Sunday next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In two weeks. You watch both of them in a row? Yeah. What was Florence? Was what was Baggio, Roberto Baggio. <laughs> Mamma mia. Hold on. Roberto Baggio, Stefano <laughs> Borgonovo. It was mm. very incredible. In uh, 1989. Um, mm -hmm. So wait, explain to us as a Fiorentina fan, being in Florence yeah. when Baggio, <laughs> when you're beating Inter and Juventus, what was the city like? Oh, too much. Baggio was I too much. Was, I fed up with his emotions. I was very tired. I like the player. Life. At the end of the game, like he, he I played was, the game. Yeah, I was without the energy. <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. I yeah. needed to take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Just before you got to the stadium, yeah. the emotion. Yeah. I can imagine if you check, if you check, you know, it would be hilarious if they had some sort of stat on the amount of babies born nine months after oh, that yeah. week after the two, oh, after the two wins. Roberto, Roberto, Roberto. <laughs> One after the other. El Roberto Baggio. We always have, how old were you when you watched Baggio over, the, in, over there? Uh, yeah. How old were you? Uh, 30. See, 20. 20? No. Tw uh, 24, 25. No. My biography now. <laughs> 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 no, no, really, but it is agree. Okay. 25, 25, okay, so 24. You're, you're, uh, in your opinion, we've had this debate a lot about Baggio. How incredible was, was Baggio? He played for your team. How, how amazing. Describe to us how that Baggio That people was. don't know, like us, we didn't watch him Baggio live. Is, uh, it's incredible because he was the kind of player with a, a, a simple body. No? It's a, it's a normal body. But uh, he had a, full, uh, a technique so unique, and it was poetry. I remember <laughs> that I went to see the first game he played in the under under twenty team. After yeah, because the he, he, yeah. yeah, he had a very a very trouble in trouble yeah. yeah, and so he started to play with the, the young players. And I remember that I went there and uh, we were 10,000 people to see oh the match. Just to That's see crazy. Roberto Baggio that uh, for us, uh, he represented the future mm -hmm. of the soccer or the Fiorentina. Wow. If, if, you, if, you can, if you could, I have a couple questions about it. If, if you can name a player, relate a player for the people now. There's a lot of younger uh, fans that watch us, you know, 17, 18 years old. That don't remember if you could relate Baggio to one player that plays now is there anyone in your mind either whether status wise like how good they are or just their playing style is there anyone that you see now that reminds you of Baggio a little bit 
Do you mean a, a, another player like him? Like another player like him that plays now in terms yeah, of yeah, yeah, how yeah, good yeah, they are. Yeah. Dybala. Oh. Yeah. Dybala is similar to him. Yeah, Anton. I, I want to know. know. I want to know. Ma- no, but I, I, I want to know Massimo. No, he's gonna get his own. He's gonna get his own. Don't take mine. Just he's gonna take his own. He's getting jealous. Yeah, I know. I love him. Dybala. Dybala could be one. Don't say Lautaro, please. No, 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 that's a different type of in terms of in terms of the level, like somebody that's dominating now. Is there anyone like not at the level of Messi? No. Mm. But where? No, no because it's it, it, I think that it's very difficult to to make to compare, a, yeah. yeah, compare because it's different because they they play in the different teams. Uh Messi in Barcelona, uh, Baggio Fiorentina and Juventus, but I don't know probably Totti, mm-hmm. Mancini, Mancini um, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ronaldinho, mm. maybe. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil this part. I don't want to make you upset right now. But I have to ask because it's in my head. As a Fiorentina fan, it was obviously a big moment when he went to Juventus. Yeah. What was the feeling, but by you, the Fiorentina fans, and and in the city when he went to to Juventus? Now that was uh, the, the match for us. I remember that. Uh, okay, you mean when Benji when when Paggio he went, when, when he when he left Fiorentina yeah. and when you went to Juventus. Uh, that was a shock, you know. Uh, maybe you don't know, but the there was a st- struggle on the street, like Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. a kind of really protest. With, with, yeah, with thousand people, thousand fans on the on the street and uh, gas uh, and struggle and fighting just to protest wow. because Bajo was leaving yeah Fiorentina. yeah wow that's crazy was it, because was that it? that was a double shock because of uh living is living and because he was living to juventus <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's that's very incredible. the rivals was it a Bajo decision or was it a, a fiorentina decision was a uh, Juventus decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hey, let me just give you a little background, Marco. You might not know because you're too young. Let okay. me give you a little background. No, but the Flo- real- Florence, Florence had uh, before Baggio, he had Antonioni preceding him, preceding him on uh, during on that pr- pretty much on the same role. And before him was Desisti. Those are all great icons of Florence. Mm-hmm. Okay, Desisti was one of the big icons of the Italian national team too. And then Antonioni, we know, we know, uh, yeah, yeah. he won the World Cup with uh, 1982 with Berzot and. Uh, and Rossi, and uh, we know the, the whole uh, story. But um, Baggio took the took the the, the shetro. What do you call it? The shetro. The, um, what? the no. staff. The armband, like the to continue. Uh, what if I lost a feta? Come did that? No, the torch. The torch. Okay, took the torch. Yeah. Bravo. He took the torch and he said, "Hey, this was the symbol. Was the the the, the symbol of Florence, technically." And then when uh, when uh, Agnelli snatched uh, snatched Baggio away from uh, from uh, Florence. Why went out? <laughs> yeah. You, you know what? What did they say in Florence about the story of Baggio no. leaving mm-hmm. to, to... Explain, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get it ready for this one. Baggio didn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. But Juventus and Fiorentina uh, made a deal. Okay? Before the, the, the Copa UEFA, UEFA Cup final, no? the, first, the first match... Uh, Baggio told the, the, the club, I, I don't want to go to Juventus. Then, Luca di Montezemo, this is the story they, mm-hmm. they told me. Uh, Luca di Montezemolo 
uh, had a, a talk with Who's that? Who is this? Uh, Luca Montezemolo. He was the president of the Ferrari. He was uh, Luca okay. Cordero yeah. di Montezemolo, one of the biggest guys from, uh, from uh, Agnelli. And they say that he, he said, Baggio, if you don't come to Juventus, you don't go to the World Cup with uh, Italia. <laughs> oh my. This is, this is the, the story. Th this it. is the story. story. I don't know if it's true or not. But uh, uh, what the story says that Roberto Baggio, the the day the day next in the match, mm -hmm. he, he played the worst game in his life. Right, he was very uh, shocked. <laughs> wow, that's well, crazy. You know what, Marco? It's a very important point I'm going to make. <laughs> Those two guys that I've just named before, Antonioni and De Sisti, they played their whole career in, in Florence. And Baggio was another one that was expecting to, uh, like Maldini, to like uh, Rivera, like yeah, uh, Mazzola, yeah, like yeah. few other in Italy, to, to be basically the torch. Bandiera, la bandiera. La bandiera, yeah, la bandiera yeah. di Firenze. So uh, once, you, once you've been forced against your own will to just wear another jersey, yeah. then, uh, then it's a big shock, not only for the player itself, but for uh, the entire city yeah. and uh, la tifoseria. So, uh, so uh, just to give you a little bit more of a background. We have, we have a couple of donations. We didn't win anything like club, but we had so very important 10 players. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Antonioni, De Sisti, Ricosta. Ricosta was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have, a, we have a question that's related to that. There's, there's a few uh, donations. Mohammed, I see yours. I don't want to change the topic with that. Um, there's also a donation from Nick who said, what's up, guys? I'm an AC Milan fan, but I yes, enjoy sir. listening to Peter because he has great knowledge of the game. <laughs> Love you too, Antonio. Forza Milan. Uh, <laughs> but I want to read Oscar's donation, who it's related to Fiorentina and his questions uh, towards you. Oscar said, uh, where do you see Fiorentina in the next five years? Can they become Europa League regulars, top four contenders? And can Comiso, return to their for can Comiso get Fiorentina to return them to their former glory? So five years from now. Yeah, I think that regularly in the European Cups. Which okay. European Cup? Europa League. <laughs> Europa League. <laughs> Europa League. <laughs> then maybe in, in, five in five years, maybe in the Champions League. But I, I hope to win uh, a uh, uh, National Cup. Scudetto. No, no Coppa Italia. National Coppa Italia. Cup. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay, that's fair enough. You, you've obviously... You've... Scudetto, I think it's impossible at this moment. He's being realistic. I got you. I got you. Fair enough. That's it would be fantastic for us because mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> like, we burn like the city fans, down. Like fans, yeah. We want to, to, to be happy. Celebrate. We want to, yeah. We want to fight for something. Yeah, Massimo, don't That's get your hope now. too high because those guys they already took everything. So whatever is <laughs> any little thing that is left for us, we're gonna just fight it. <laughs> hey, that's mine. That's mine. There's, there's a, there's a, uh, you know, Inter is for school. Oh, for everything. Yeah. They got everything already. Already. Especially in the summer. Mm. Right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, there's a lot of questions about your thoughts on on Comiso, on on how you've seen Comiso. Obviously, you've spoken to Comiso, you've interviewed. Comiso, uh, what are your thoughts on him and, and, and how his first season has gone? No, uh, yeah, um, I had a regular meeting with him. He's very passionate. Mm. It's very, he has a great energy because, you know, he wants to, to leave something to Italy, to Florence, to, to France. And uh, he, he looks like the, the, the old owners old president of the 70s now for soccer mm -hmm. that kind of soccer now you know Romain Conetani mm -hmm. Rosi, yeah Bicchi, you remember of course no, no. what does that mean no, they play the game they are they, they, they relate to the yeah. game a lot because they 
they were that kind of uh, passionate presence yeah tifosi is different from the financial soccer mm -hmm. that we live now no mm -hmm. this is the fair play not just about money yeah no about money no this is about scores about uh, games about fans about supporters and uh, the figure i love the most of uh, of uh, roku kumis and that this thing keeps think uh, thinking of fans mm -hmm. he, he he keeps telling but what uh what do they find think about Fiorentina what do they the the fans say about Fiorentina uh, how they lead the game mm -hmm. now it's important because if you if you talk to the Italian president or the modern the contemporary soccer uh, what you find is that they talk about uh, money mm -hmm. about uh, financial it's mm -hmm. so how can I say it's a it's a cold feeling okay and that's awesome that's not soccer I think that's, uh, you know, obviously us who know Comiso a little bit more, we understand that. But some people outside don't really know exactly how he is. So it's, it's great to have that kind of insight um, from you. And it, there's so many Fiorentino questions. I have a question for me personally, though. Oh, you have a question for yourself? No, no, for oh, Massimo. Okay. No, no, not for, I'm not going to ask myself a question. Actually, we should do that as a segment. We should ask yourself a question and give yourself an <laughs> you answer. You ask yourself a question every I day. Do, I do, all you the time. do it all the time. <laughs> Massimo, in your journalist career, who's been the best interview you've had or or the best story that you've come across preferably that, come, too. that comes into your mind nah. doesn't have to be the best one of the yeah. best all right say. your favorite your personal right. yeah something that's special i could say the next one but uh, ah. <laughs> but uh probably it's it's, it's, uh, it's impossible now to 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 think about them probably the the first interview as a sports writer that I I did to Batistuta. Ooh, in, oh my god. In Netherlands. Yeah. Wow. Because it was yeah, I went there for Rebook, okay? But a certain point the manager of Rebook told me, Oh, you know that uh, uh, there is the Argentinian team at hundred miles from here. Mm -hmm. And so I, I thought, Well, so Batistuta is there. Yeah. Do you want to meet him? <laughs> you did a backflip. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, so he yeah, he brought me there and I met Batistuta about uh, we are talking about uh, um, 1999. So mm. it's a, a very different kind of relationship with players. It's different from now. How is it different? Yeah, and how, how? yeah, because uh, it was very it was easier. Easier. Meet, easier. Yeah, easier to meet to meet players. J just to to give an example. Uh, I went there in the in the in the place where the Argentinian uh, was, okay, um, uh, uh, and I met him. There was no uh, agent. Did you have to talk to before? Talk, see, people talking before too. No, it's different. So I I remember that at a certain point, Batistuta came here in my small room, and so I said, "Ah, oh, how are you doing?" <laughs> I said, oh, but it's too. <laughs> <laughs> you fell in wow. love, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the first interview as a sports writer to the to the top scorer of my team. Was that still in Florence or was it in Rome? I just I still Rome. was about to leave I, Florence. I was, Rome, I was in Rome, but you know, the first part of my career, 
I worked as a crime reporter. Got you. Oh, oh wow. A different. Mm -hmm. different that job. was the second life. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. My second life uh -huh. as a sports writer. Mm -hmm. And the first interview was to Gabriel Batistuta. That's wow. amazing. And how he was nice. He was, it was a oh, great. Oh, really, really nice. And, and, and it was before an Inter Fiorentina match. Oh. Mm. Where you got your ass kicked again? <laughs> the difference is that now we have not a forward like him. Yeah, Batistuta. It's amazing. Batty go. To make an interview, no, you know. We have <laughs> not, yeah. No, you have this. You have this contest permission because everything has to go through him. Yeah, and no, maybe Peter yeah. too. Talking about Fiorentina and stuff. I know. <laughs> I, I know. I know a lot of the. Uh, me personally, anybody think of some stuff that w that w that you have for Massimo before we end, mm -hmm. uh, and anybody else who has a, a question uh, before we end about Fiorentina, about journalism, about Massimo, anything. Uh, this year for Fiorentina, obviously they finished last year. We were saying about Fiorentina manage expectations. You know, I said 10th place would be great for them. Yeah. This year, what do you think the team needs or is missing, whether player-wise or coaching-wise or spirit-wise, to get to the next level? To get higher into the table. Like, in your in your eyes, what do you think is the most important thing for Fiorentina to change? Is it signing a couple players? Is it a coach? Is it What is it? I think that they need uh, a bigger, a larger management because I think that uh, Daniele Prade and Joe Barone, they are uh, a few people. Overwhelmed with yeah, all the work. Yeah, I think that they need to, some to, mm. to, have, to have more manager, a mm -hmm. management bigger. Mm -hmm. And a new coach, an international coach, I mean. Like, any examples? Uh, for example... Uh, Pochettino, the, baby. Oh uh, yeah, it would be great, but yeah. I feel it's expensive, that, right? Um, Who you the, the former Valencia coach, um, Lopez. No. no, a Spanish player. Former. R right now, when former? Uh, Just now or uh, ten years yeah, ago? Yeah, I'm looking. Okay. I don't remember Valencia. now, but uh, for example, uh, Inyo. Marcelino. 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 Mm. Marcelino. You scouted him? You think he's a yeah, good fit? I love him. Wow. I love him. Really? Because I think that to 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 set Fiorentina on, on the top level, mm. you need just not only a good coach, but uh, uh, I, how can I say, a good a, philosopher. A system. Okay. Yeah, no, a philosopher, uh, someone that have a... a, a, a idea. A big picture. Yeah, a someone like Mario Tosati. Yeah, yeah mm. he has a big picture okay. of the world. Because it needs to, to talk not only to the team, but to people, to the city. Just, for example, uh, kind of Mourinho or uh, Paulo Sousa. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not important only the techniques. Mm -hmm. which, you know. But the, the human quality yeah, of the, play, of the person. quality. For example, Bielsa. Some people are saying that you look like Bielsa, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep seeing the comic come up. Uh, I would love to He's have a little skinnier have to than have Bielsa. His, his yeah. mind, his brain. Yeah. His very, very. A local brain, mm. right? A local, yeah, right. That's his, uh, so you're done with your question? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. There's, I'm gonna have a couple a, more, but so I can have another question then for yeah, that. For it. okay, uh, Massimo, uh, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. Oh God! <laughs> oh God. Stop. Okay. How much you hate Conte? <laughs> well, on, um, we know. <laughs> go, go, go. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much more uh, enthusiasm has brought Commissio has brought into Florence for the Tifosi? Because, uh, because uh, he's... 
He's the real tifoso, yeah. number one. I, know, I mean, he's the owner, but he's a real tifoso. Yeah. This guy played soccer. I'm not sure exactly where. I know he started in Columbia oh, University yeah. and all that stuff. But he has the soccer in his bloodstream. And the guy, he, he breathes soccer. And for him to be investing that kind of money, not knowing exactly what to, what to find in Italy, what, how would be welcome and all the stuff. So how much passion did he bring in, and, uh, did he bring into uh, Florence? And how much was uh, he, he embraced by the, the tifoseria? And uh, if uh, Ascola Montotene, again, what is the, the number that you will uh, give to, the, to his job so far uh, the, up to now? And, uh, and what did the tifosi see in Comiso right now? I think that uh, it brought a lot of and Barone, of course, Joe, because yeah, Joe no, is part a lot, of it. A lot of enthusiasm, absolutely, because uh, Fiorentina came from uh, a sad era. Yeah. Now with the the old ownership, they were a very cold one. Uh, so it's it's important. But I think that now Rocco Comiso and Fastu need some wins to win. Mm-hmm. Because it's because we have been nice. Yeah, we talked about the stadium, the market, and the new ownership. But now there is the summer, and so it's oh. important to see a team like Fiorentina is going up. Mm-hmm. It's and fair to enough. improve, so. that's important because the score mm-hmm. win is win, and that's important thing in Florence too. If, a, even if there is a new ownership, but do you. This is the, the, the secret of the soccer. You have to win. Exactly. Listen, uh, last uh, question. I got to get it out of my system before you go, Pete. How much, how much is the press embracing Comiso? Because I know Comiso in the press in Italy, they, they've been fighting. And, you know, unjustly, Comiso was not treated well because a lot of, a lot of yeah. stuff that was done to Fiorentina was done not the right way. Yeah. There, were, yeah. there were penalties taken away. There were penalties given against Fiorentina for uh, that they were not penalties. So, you know, there were some exchanges that were not pretty because uh, yeah. a lot of them, they came on primetime TV. But, uh, you know, I appreciated the fact that he's very, very much fr- up front. He's not going to just uh, throw a curved ball and let you know from behind what's going on. Comiso is a direct person. If he's going to tell you something, he's going to tell you right on the face. And I, I don't think the TV and the, 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 the media in Italy appreciated that much because they have uh, some of the big gun over there. They want to, yeah. you know, they demand for you. You said you're the last camera. You have to kiss my ring before yeah, you, you yeah, actually yeah, ask that question. Yeah, yeah, what do you yeah, think? Uh, yeah. can you, what's your no, take? That, that's the point. Mm-hmm. Because at the, at the beginning of his experience, he was treated like a soprano. Mm-hmm. Like that is a stereotype, you know, the kind of stereotype. Yeah, the Italian-American, American, right. American, like soprano. And that's not the man. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's very different. But I think that the, the difficulties uh, in math, Will, is that uh, I think that when he speaks English, it's a different man. When he speaks Italian, he speaks Italian, it sounds different. <laughs> and so it, it, it sounds like a, a Bronx guy. <laughs> so that can be difficult uh, to understand. Gotcha. But the, 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 true, the true Rocco Comiso is the one living in New York and speaks English and he speaks a very, a very good English mm-hmm. because he's a cultivated man. Mm-hmm. He, he's from Columbia University. Mm-hmm. But when he speaks in Italian, he has a different style. He speaks well, mm-hmm. speaks a very good Italian. But he, has, uh, he looks like a, a Bronx guy, okay? I like that, yeah, I like that. Don't so, mess with me, so man. A lot of people start, uh, 
style like this. Turned off. Okay, they get turned off. Oh, this is a ma- mafia. There you go. They wrongly They don't like the traditional. They're very different from what they imagine. Okay. That's a very fair point. We just got a, a few more people that, that ask questions uh, that I want to read off real quick. Uh, Clifford asked, what is Kiesa's value right now? If you've attended, you already answered yeah, this earlier. 40, 40 million. Yeah. Uh, Oscar, uh, it must be a big Fiorentina fan. He said, how much longer can Fiorentina keep players like Kiesa, Milenkovic, and Castrovilli, in your opinion? Excuse me, uh, what do you... Uh, he, I, he's asking, how many more years do you think ah, Fiorentina yeah. can oh, keep yeah, yeah, Kiesa, Milenkovic, Kasavili? And he added to it, because they're not, um, if, oh, if they're really? not in European football, like, are I they able to retain them? At the moment, I, I might say, Kiesa, two weeks. Okay. Milenkovic, two years. Okay. Kasavili... Uh, Five years. In the middle? Five years. Wow, five years? That yeah. much? Yes. Yeah. Love, by the way, way Castro Vili is from Bari, okay? Uh, he's the yeah. Okay. Uh, Loco, you got it, nothing it but the best the from Bari. He's the guy. He's the guy. He is the guy. Number 10 now. Uh, last two. Antonio, they're for you. They've been oh waiting. They've been waiting a little while, so we'll, we'll give it to him. Mohamed asked uh, Antonio. Um, oh, actually, sorry. It's not for Antonio. It's for Massimo, Damn. but it, it's about you. <laughs> it's about it's about you. That's why. I saw it. Sorry, it is. It's my spokesman. It is, it is, it is. Sorry, you'll understand now. He said, question for Massimo. On a scale of 1 to 10, how badly do you wish you had Prime Cassano on Fiorentina right now? Oh, oh God. really? I love him. On a scale of 1 to 10, how good was Cassano? Give him a 10. Yeah, I remember... <laughs> The, the first match he, he played uh, against Body? Inter. Body Inter. Inter. Oh, because yeah. I remember. His yeah. first goal, right? Yeah. And I remember well that, that game because two weeks before I received the mail from a, a Bari supporter told me, look, we have a very important player that is <laughs> going to be a crack, Antonio Cassano. And I said, Antonio Cassano? Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> then... That was the match. I mm. remember I was there in front of TV and said, Oh, this is Antonio Cassano to my colleagues. My colleagues are like, Where is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's uh, incredible. Not, not um, Fiorentina related, but we do have somebody who asked, What's your, what's your top four prediction? Because we had all given our top four prediction, and Nick was asking specifically, Can Milan get in that top four? But do you mean generally? No, first, second, third, yeah. and fourth. Can you do it? Who's gonna if you want to say general, you can. First, second, third, and, and fourth. And fourth. And fourth. Champions League spots. Who you have to take a guess. Inter. Who? Inter you? win the Scudetto. Yeah. Juventus. Uh huh. <gasps> Napoli. <gasps> wow. Okay. I like it. Atalanta. Ooh. Wow, no Milan. I Ma- thought Atalanta do Massimo, it. I think I, I, I'm changing my mind about you. <laughs> and th- next thing he's going to say, Cassano really wasn't that good. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Because I love Milan, mm-hmm. okay? But I'm not com- so convincing in Pioli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, I don't even like Pioli myself, to be honest. I don't forget that but it did for there was a Milan before Ibrahimovic. And the Milan without Ibrahimovic. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, Oscar, with Oz- Ibrahimovic and without him. 
Big difference. Oscar, who I had said was probably a Fiorentina fan. He said he's an AC Milan fan, actually, but mm. Fiorentina is close to my heart. And then he added Forza Antonio and Forza Peter. Uh, <laughs> last, last thing from Ryan. He said, according to Corriere dello Sport, Totti is close to returning to Roma yeah. as either vice president or technical director. Do yeah. you have any uh, opinions on this? Do you know anything about it? I think that they are in talks, and uh, in the future I see uh, a place for uh, Totti? Totti. Yeah, it's, it's his destiny. And Friday King is very sensitive about this issue. Sensitive meaning he wants to bring yeah, Totti back yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wow. would love to see it. Yeah. Who we, wouldn't? We knew that Totti didn't... I, I, I don't know what kind of job he could do. Okay. Because, but they want to bring him back. Yeah, because, uh, you know, Roman, Totti... They go hand in hand. would be great, you know. But His son goes into Trigoria and, uh, you know, he's... Well, he accompanies son all the time to practice. Well, and did then, you hear what he said about that? Yeah, he did. He said during when Palotta was there, he said he wouldn't even step into Trigoria. Yes. He, he said he would just leave his son yeah. and leave. But but Totti always said no, if Palotta yeah. leaves, yeah. he would go back. Yeah. He has no problem going back. Yeah. yeah, that's a solution. But I think that Totti has the mind to see the mm -hmm. young player. I think that if Totti says that is a good guy to play soccer, to invest on yeah yeah enough you can be sure there's there's definitely no doubts about that massimo i'm so happy that we finally got you on the people really enjoyed this a lot of yeah. fiorentina but a lot of great information so thank you for for coming on and we yes. we, we, we got to do it a lot more can we edit the sure, part of what he said it. can we hey can we edit the part where he didn't put ac Milan in the top <laughs> no. it's live it's live it's live oh sorry it's live. and guys th massimo thank you so much and we just want to uh, say before we went we still have the merch drop happening september 25th so make right. sure when you go on our website you can put your email over there make sure you signed up and get ready uh, i think we said it all massimo thank you again and i think we can all say uh forza fiorentina and yeah <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, let's okay. go Grande, massimo. awesome massimo you're the man oh. <laughs> <laughs>